1991, Caballero Pools and Spas has been dedicated to creating an outdoor living space that will provide endless hours of fun and entertainment for your entire family. They specialize in offering excellent service and delivering top quality craftsmanship at a reasonable price. They will transform your yard into something unique and distinctive, a customized masterpiece that reflects your individual preferences. Their experience will ensure that your new backyard is something you will be proud of for years to come. Whether it's a minor project or a large master plan, Caballero Pools and Spas will help you get there. Check them out at cabpools.com or reach them at mark at cabpools.com or call 714-309-2890. This episode is brought to you by our friends at Neon Wave. Neon Wave is an internationally local shop, a concierge to the modern nomad. They bring together carefully chosen surf, fashion, art, and snowboarding gear with a curatorial eye that's drawn to the best of the best, technicality, creativity, and sustainability. Their team is born from nature, raised by the wave, and nurtured by the culture they support. This is Neon Wave. We look forward to moving forward. Check them out at thisisneonwave.com. Earth Pack, customized eco-friendly retail and e-com packaging since 1989. In a time of increasing environmental awareness, Earth Pack is an advanced supplier of affordable recycled packaging for businesses of all sizes. EarthPack provides custom products and services and continues promoting sustainability while fulfilling the individual packaging needs of eco-friendly retailers nationwide. Check them out at earthpack.com. Friends and family, brothers and sisters, welcome to the Late Night with Chalky podcast. Our guest this week, a young ripper from Encinitas. With a smooth style, creating effortless surfing, it is no surprise that he's already had huge success at an early age. This USA Junior National team member has had multiple wins both in NSSA and the USA Surfing Prime events. He recently won the San Diego Pro Division. I think he won like two Gs. What? Did you put that money in your bank? (laughs) And is charging hard on the WQS North America Tour. Looking to clinch one of those very few hard spots for the Challenger Series. Looking forward to it. This hardworking trainer and this hard worker trains both in and out of the water, and we expect big things to come from him. We welcome Kyan Yanger Yang. Yeah, bro. Thanks for having me, guys. Good. It. It's only been three years since I asked you to be on the show, but hey, <laughs> it's never too late. Hey, but right? Since then, a lot Wait, of good four things. years. It's, it'll be four years. But a lot wow. of good things have yeah. happened since then, so yeah. we have a lot of good stuff to well, talk about. Well, we needed you to, you know, step it up a little bit before we get, you know, you gotta, you gotta accomplish some things before you get on the show. Yeah. Getting on the show is kind of big time, bro. So, <laughs> tell all your friends you made it. Yeah. Thanks for having me, guys. It's honored Dude, to be here. stoked to uh, have you on, and thanks to Papa Robert over here for... For escorting you down here. Yeah, I, don't, I hate driving long distances. I have like a, have like a little short Jeep, attention span. Like a little Jeep that's like a 2002, um, but like gas mileage on it is so bad. I think it's it's got to be like 10 or 12 like miles per hour. No way. Gallon, yeah. A Jeep? What kind of Jeep? Like a Cherokee? Or? No, it's just um, 
What's it called? Jeep Wrangler? Okay. Liberty? Just like they have a little, little two-door, but the tires are like the size of my dad's Tacoma tires. So <laughs> is it, that doesn't it, Does it hum? Like the tires that hum? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, and it goes so slow, like I'll accelerate and it just takes so long to go. So driving on the freeway is not fun with that thing. So before we uh, start at the beginning, let's, let's uh, give props to your sponsors. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do that. We love sponsors. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you to um, Salty Crew. You. Uh, Monera. You. Five supporting with boards. Um, Nixon Creatures and San Diego Board Shop. So, yeah. Thank you guys. Appreciate what a it. solid lineup. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Super Dude, beautiful. That's like the who's who of who you want to get it sponsored from. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's all covered. Yeah. Yeah. Rubber, accessories, boards, shop. Like, that's the dream lineup yeah, right there. Yeah. So, before we start talking about the past, about you, Kyan, we, we met, I met Kyan at the U.S. Open uh, in 2019. Yeah. And it was so funny because, like, him and his buddy were talking and I was sitting next to him. And I'm like, these two kids are pretty rad. Like, how cool are these kids? Didn't know who they were whatsoever, right? Like, it was the first time I ever met them. And then they were telling me, yeah, they surf contests, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, they're probably decent surfers or whatever. And then all of a sudden, he starts popping up on the radar, like winning contests, all the, you know, NSSAs and, and San Diego stuff. I'm like, holy shit, this kid rips. Yeah. We got to get him on the podcast. It's funny, my my uh my grandma my, he's fourteen and uh he's on social media too and uh he was like, Who are you interviewing? And I'm all this and we're pulling up your Instagram and he's like, I've seen him at the PR, I remember that 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 graphic or that logo because you got characters on and that's one of the questions we have is like you got characters or a spray he remembered and nice. Yeah. I was like, Yeah, you guys happened. come to Huntington quite a bit, right? Not not, not so as much, much anymore. anymore because I'm not in the juniors anymore. But <clears throat> When, when we had a contest every weekend at the pier, yeah. We yeah. Were, I don't even know how many weekends a year, you know, a lot of, a lot of weekends. Yeah. All right. So tell us uh, where the Yanger found surfing. Well, I actually started pretty late in terms of like surfing. I started when I was around like 11 or 12, I think. And that was maybe sixth, seventh grade. Um, I actually used to skateboard and I like fully wanted to be a pro skater and just like I would stay at like the YMCA skate park for eight hours a day straight and just try tricks like and I mean my progression was skyrocketing I was like I skate like the 10 foot vert ramp and the big bowls and I, like I was doing 540s and on the vert and stuff like Damn. Crazy, crazy stuff like that. So you're a child prodigy in skateboarding? No, not at all prodigy. Um, I was just loved it and charged it. Yeah, I was, I was loving it. Because that's like, a 10 foot ramp. Yeah, it's like you're skating. <laughs> that's gnarly. Yeah, yeah. Not so, really. Were you street skating too? Not as much. Like handrails and ledges, or like I would do a couple rails here and there, but that, that I love like mini ramp was my thing. I love mini ramps and I love bowls and invert and, and stuff like that. So like, who? What? What pro skaters are you? You look up to? Gosh, I can't even remember honestly because I haven't skated for so long, but. I remember there's a video of me talking about like Chaz Ortiz and I would like mimic his like what he said and then I'd do his trick or whatever. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot of different skaters back then. What what was, skateboard did you ride? I was just riding like a normal I don't even know like dimensions on skateboards, but brand. Yeah, maybe what brand? Like, yeah. I think it's used a no graphic, like McGill's skate shop. Mm. I go there every From day. McGill's? Yeah, I had no sponsor, so I just get 
you know, just a clean shop deck. And then, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much like a lot it, of, a lot of people do that. Yeah. So many you start yeah. off with the shop boards. And, yeah. 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 I didn't realize how like crazy, like pro boards are and people go crazy for them just buying them and using them. And, yeah. Like, I guess those are kind of collectors at one point. There's a couple skate parks in Encinitas, right? Yeah. There's, I mean, Encinitas is honestly a mecca for skateboarding. Yeah. I mean, yeah. For sure. Encinitas, you have Poods, which is like the Encinitas Community Park, which is like some of the biggest contests ever were held there. Um, and then you have Alga Norte Skate Park, and then a bunch of skate parks kind of inland and Vista and, and nor- near Oceanside, too. There's a couple of good ones. Yeah. So, How old were you when you started skateboarding? I had to be five or six. Wow. Yeah, so and pretty early. You have an older brother, right? I do, yeah. And was he skateboarding too? Yeah, or? so we both we both skateboarded. Um, it's funny because we were both skateboarding together and then he transitioned to surfing maybe a year or two before before me and I would I would always go to the skate park and he would go surf with my dad and like yeah. my dad and my brother would be like, oh, let's come surf with us. And I'd be like, no, I hate surfing. <laughs> like, it's funny, like I was so scared of like big waves and like it'd be like two foot swamis and my dad's like, oh, it's like two foot clean. You should come. And I'd be like, no, I don't want to. <laughs> meanwhile, I was dropping in 10 foot, like, yeah, half pipes. Like totally on the skate like, park. I know, how crazy wait, is that? Wait, you charge like essentially like second reef pipe. Like yeah. no you're, landing, you're hurting yourself on cement and not like <laughs> soft ocean water. Yeah, I guess I guess I didn't think about that when I was eight years old. But, so, <laughs> but the surface, the ocean is intimidating, you know, like, it, you know, there's a lot more energy in the water yeah then then it looks a lot of times it's like oh it looks fun or whatever and like dude if you're not ready you get blasted it's not yeah it's not killer yeah Yeah. did did you guys do junior guards or any of that not really we didn't we didn't stick with i guess that's pretty traditional where we live like every summer that's what kind of kids do around around the whole southern california yeah now do you guys live close did you go up close to the beach or kind of far we live we live right like you have like the beach and then there's like train tracks and we're right behind the train tracks oh, okay. so i could we, we can walk to the beach just hop over the tracks yeah it's a 10 minute walk so, so you, your brother was into it more than you were oh yeah. yeah like a year or two before me and then um it was actually my middle school surf team that switched me on i had some okay. buddies that were doing it and i was like okay so i slowly like did less skating and more surfing until now so it's none we have your dad with us here um Robert, like, the, when did you start surfing? How, how were you born in the U.S. and all I was, that? Or I was born in the U.S., but the boys always give me a hard time because I boogied. <laughs> I'd give you a hard time too. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you, know, you know what we call that? Dick dragger. <laughs> so I just get all you know. Oh, dude, Rob, you must be good every day. It's always overhead for you. you know? <laughs> so I, I didn't start surfing till I was. Uh, after I got married, 25. Wow. So Waikiki did the 12 foot board. Oh, dude, this is so fucking do this, no problem. But, you know, obviously, boogie just helps you wave knowledge. So yeah. I just have to get used to paddling, popping up. Um, and then I didn't really expect anything. They did all the little traditional sports uh, soccer, up, soccer, baseball, all that. Football, that kind yeah. of stuff. But then they really got into skating. So that, like, my wife is proud of being the full skate ball and taking the bike. <laughs> Washington Street and like everywhere, you know, yeah. around San Diego yeah. County. That'd be funny. We'd like show yeah. up to like some ghetto skate park, and I'd have like a like fluorescent red helmet with like red knee pads, and be like doing early grab like Air three sixties on like the quarter pipe, and yeah. like some 
whatever dudes with tats and smoking are just watching me out. <laughs> and your mom's like, are you sure we can stay no, here? No, but it's funny. My mom's like all psyched. She's like, yeah, you're fine. Like, go. So yeah, yeah. It's, it's, Sk- it's a funny dynamic. I grew up being a skateboarder first and got into surfing just like you later. Because I, I grew up inland Long Beach. and um, But skateboarding, I feel like it it gives you a little bit more extra as far as like you, you learn faster if you skateboard surfing and I think it kind of gives you more I don't know te- technique and talent you know like knowing how to skateboard you definitely become a better surfer I mean the best surfers in the world right now they're fucking really good skateboarders yeah right? yeah I think it yeah creates different like weight trans you know like the yeah. which you know surfing is it you think it's all smooth style, like whatever, but it's it's a lot of just how to mimic like weight transfer in the in the, in the right part. Yeah. And I think those guys that are like you said, on skateboarding the parks, all the different transitions, you know, feeling comfortable jumping on the front foot, the back, you know, like yeah. it's super technical. But yeah, the switch foot talents that skateboarders have, because you, yeah. if you yeah. if you want to become a pro skateboarder, you you got to be able to switch everything yeah and that's to me is like wow like that's another level of training you know no for sure it's 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 pretty crazy it looks so simple when i mean you seem to i guess a switch kickflip maybe Mm -hmm. but it's like it's that i mean it's two times three times harder oh yeah so i mean just to like tell your if you're predominantly right-handed to tell your left hand to scratch something. Yeah. You know, it's, it's definitely, yeah. <laughs> and, and then opposite. Oh yeah. It's, yeah. You're like, you, yeah. You, you're definitely a better athlete if you could do things switch. Yeah. Um, so you wanted to become a skate professional skateboarder when you were younger. Yeah. Did you do skateboarding contests? I did. I did do some bowl and mini ramp and some of those small contests, you know, and like, did did all right did fairly well you know yeah um, did you but, get sponsored no not at all i don't, don't kind of too young to... and yeah well i wasn't really connected with like a lot of people like some of my friends and peers were mm-hmm. um but you know I, I just enjoyed like skating and i wasn't thinking about like okay how am i gonna make money off this like i was so young i was just like, yeah yeah this is fun like i just want to get better i want to oh i did a 540 all right let's do a 720 next you know what i mean like just just the little ladder tricks that yeah. I'm trying to learn. I'm sure it's ladder. like a lot of parallel with surfing where you like go and surf and you want to be like the best, whatever, you know, you're always assessing out the competition, you know, and you go to the skate park and the bigger guys are doing, yeah, 720, yeah. you know, something. And, you know, just like in surfing, they're like the, the demographic the age groups, they kind of just blend together, you know, like yeah. you never ask what people's age, you just see people do stuff and you're like, that's what I'm going to do, you yeah. know? kind of helps elevate like the, the you know the excitement and the, and the how, how yeah. to like push yourself but getting sponsored for skateboarding and surfing is like one of the high points of your adolescence you getting know? free stuff yeah. we still Dude, love it i still love it yeah <laughs> i mean you know so and, you see and it helps get sponsored in all pockets oh, yeah. yeah yeah less of a burden on were a lot of those competitions like local, like San Diego, or were you traveling? Local, not like crazy travel. Like there was a couple in Skate Lab and where was it? Maybe Fullerton or somewhere, maybe a couple hours away inland or whatnot, but not not super far. Because you know, you jump into the surf scene and you're becoming like, I want to do these contests. You're 
you're traveling yeah, all the way up, up this, down the coast. You know, San Francisco, yeah. San, Santa Cruz mainly, you yeah. know? Yeah. Far. So you said middle school is when you transitioned to surfing? Yeah. And middle, your middle school had a surf team? Yeah. Well, I think I was actually still in elementary school because our elementaries go all the way till sixth grade. Okay. And then seven and eight is middle school. So I think I was sixth grade and I was so stoked to make the middle school team because I wasn't even in middle school yet. So I beat some of the middle schoolers in. So I was like, oh, this is cool. Like, I'm not even at the school and I'm on the school surf team, you know? So... Tell us about, did you boogie board first like your dad or just, did you? Just straight surfing. I wouldn't, no, I'm, I'm not a pro boogie like him. But, hey, um, Mike Lambrizzi, he, he double dipped in both pro, yeah. pro boogie boarding and surfing. He's yeah. a professional, one of the first original hey, body surfing professionals. No shame in his game. And he was three-time PSAA wow. champion. Yeah, That's national crazy. champion pretty much, yeah. Um, so what was your first board? I think it was an Angry Birds board. Like angry it literally birds? had an Angry Birds little logo or like a picture of an Angry Bird and it was like underneath the glassy. Huh. So maybe it was like some like laminate or sticker, but I don't, I don't even remember what brand board it was. But yeah. It was a little, I think it was 4A and like I'd surfed that board for so long. Like that was my Where did you find it? Board. I'm not even sure. I don't... <laughs> I don't even know. I think I was just garage like, sale, surf shop, second Yeah, it must like, have been a surf shop or somewhere. But my my dad handed it down, and I think it was maybe my brother's old one. So. And, and what was your like your peer group? Did you have friends that were like at school that were already surfing, and then you decide? Yeah, I had a bunch of friends that were like same age that were all surfing and like doing the same surf team thing. And yeah, they were slowly getting into like the WSA and the NSSA like contest, and I kind of followed that too. I was like. Obviously, I'm kind of like naturally competitive too. Like it, it was almost destined. I was gonna do contests, you know. I love contests. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, kind of followed like what they were doing, and like obviously whoever you're around, like you're gonna yeah. start doing what they're doing. Were, so, were there like uh, flyers in the surf shops, or would you just say like, hey, you know, was it online? Like, hey, I told my friends, like, hey, this is where the contest at, because there was. There was no internet when we grew up, you know? Yeah. And they would just have, like... The, You'd go to shop. They would have their flyers. You'd go there for everything. The, 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 that was your information, like, yeah. highway, the surf shop. Yeah. At movies. I, I just had a flashback years. of what it was. They have, like, the little menu thing. Yeah. And the, fl- the folder, the plastic thing that held the little yeah. pamphlets for CCSA, yes. WSA, and, and they'd all be on the counter. And you'd go yeah. and grab them and hand fill them out and stuff. And that's but, how you would know... The schedule of yeah. contests and who do you have to send your money to? Yeah. So See, the your friends were starting to surf yeah. contests. So you're sixth grade when you first start surfing. Yeah. Surf contest. Yeah. And I I did I think my first contest was like the SSS it was like the school one because um, I made the school surf team and um, I think I made like the semis in like my first contest and I like, couldn't believe it I was like oh my gosh this is like the sickest thing ever like I didn't even think I was gonna make it that far you know yeah. Um, and that kind of turned me on to go do like the WSA contest, obviously more the SSS and then started doing the WSAs. And that was all like, I think word of mouth, like a lot of my friends and a lot of the people that I looked up to that were older, I already knew they were doing like the WSAs and yeah. And I knew that was like, you know, the next step for my surfing, like for me to surf contests, you know? Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like back in your day where it's like, oh, I'm going to go find flyers and sign up and you know what I mean? But we had a lot of different organizations, you know, obviously in Huntington area, there was CCSA, WSA, which is Calvary CSA, Chapel, and then there was CBA, CBA, CSA, CSA, yeah. anyway, so they're like, obviously WSA and NSSA were kind of like the, 
the dominant like yeah. Yeah. you're going to do some traveling those are the more like prestigious, prestigious but there was legit. a lot of other events that you could kind of get your workout on yeah. you know little, it wasn't the cost was like a one day event cost wasn't that bad they fed you you know yeah. and you could kind you of just prize packages but the pricing you know the prizes is kind of again yeah. like it's like getting sponsored you show up and you can make that final there's goodie bags for one through six yeah, yeah. now was your brother doing contests too yeah okay. before me same same thing I, fo- I basically followed in what he was doing you yeah know? Um, he was definitely I guess like a little less competitive about it like at that time I couldn't really tell I was kind of just like doing what I was doing and like following what he was doing um, but I mean now he doesn't compete anymore um, yeah but he was definitely like I feel like I had like that little fire under me like what's the age difference the, the froth yeah 20 months 20 months oh that's yeah. it yeah wow so, so pretty close so it was cool having a brother that was like similar age of me and like yeah. we had the same interests like both skateboarded and then both surfed so I think maybe I kind of followed him. Maybe he, I don't know, maybe he was mad at me for copying him and whatever, <laughs> doing what he was doing. But Dude, that's the way fun. it is. Yeah, is it, it a trip? trip. All, in all families, in all generations. Yeah, exactly. yeah, is it a trip on different personalities? One's super competitive, the other one's kind of the cruise. Oh, totally. I mean, you just got to talk to them differently, you know, communicate yeah. differently. One's auditory learner, one's more keen. I mean, it's just like, yeah, sometimes the opposite. Yeah. Are you, are you good in school? Kind. Are you studious? Yeah, I'd, I'd say I, I am, yeah. Um, oh, nice. You I apply mean, like, just enough to keep the parents off your back? Well, my parents are Asian, so like... <laughs> super gnarly about it. You got a 4.0? We need a 4.5! Oh, 100%. I, I'll get like a couple A's and one B plus, and she's like, you got a B? Alright, you're not serving for a week. Right. That's how it goes. So, but that's good. You'll she's thank them sense. later. Yeah. Oh, 100%. You'll yeah. thank them later. Yeah. I tell my kids, I'm like, what? what you can... You can Negotiate and get that B plus up. No extra credit. No extra, fi- you know, yeah. like you know, everything's uh, yeah, <laughs> fluid. Yeah. So you're naturally gifted in in studies too. Yeah, I I say I am. I'm not. I mean, I work pretty hard and like. I feel like I think it was maybe third grade. I did like time tables and my mom would drill me about it. Um, and then I. It'd be fun, like, doing them in class because, like, everyone wasn't very good at them. Yeah. So I could feel good about myself. But um, I guess, like, my mom pushed me pretty hard in school, which made me want to, like, do well in school, too. Yeah. And, like, get good grades and, like... Got to set the bar, you know? Yeah. You know? Yeah. You got to set goals in, in the bar, you know, high. So, you know, you, you, you know... Life you don't hit that, you know, as a parent, you know, as a parent, you know, like, you, you want to set it up, but you, you want them to say, do your best. Yeah. You know? That's it. Do oh, your yeah. best. If it's not good, do better. Yeah. <laughs> You're out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she kind of set, like, a pretty high standard on me anyway. Like, when I was literally in second grade, like, oh, like, A should be the normal standard. So yeah. it's like, as I've grown up, it's like, my friends would be like, oh, I'm so stoked I got a C. And I was like, are you joking? Yeah. Like, I would die if I got a C, you know? Yeah. So, um, but it's good. Like, I feel like when your parents can set a good standard for you, that's like, sets your life up straight, which is great. Yeah. I mean, the smarter you are, yeah. the easier life becomes. I, I just, you know, we're in sales, so I, I just put in a contract, like, you get A's, you're going to make a lot of money, you know, because that's, like, hard work, and that's, like, hitting yeah. your goals, you know? And, yeah. yeah. You know, just incentivizing them and getting rewards. Like, hey, we know how hard it is, and it's... Do as I say, not as I do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you know? Like, yeah. you want them to apply themselves and be rewarded, you know? Not yeah. just work, 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 grind, 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 and, 
well, what do I get out of it? You know, Lars done pretty well for himself for being a D average. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, bro! Whoa! Hey, I got straight A's once, bro. Hey, I, I can, I can. I got straight A's once. Those transcripts scripts are somewhere, bro. Yeah, yeah. Not what, were they? C plus, right? No, D plus. No, that was over three. <laughs> I was over three all the time. No, you're pretty smart. What's funny is like the best. We talk about this quite a bit. Yeah. Some of the most prolific athletes in any sport, surfing included, the best at their game, they're fucking smart. Yeah. 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 And, and there's a difference between like, like book smart and <clears throat> intelligence smart and, and street smarts or whatever. We're talking about just intelligence. Yeah. You yeah. know, like people that are really good at in, in competition or in sport or, yeah. or whatever. And it's, it, it's work ethic and there's a lot of, a lot of, you know, DNA and genes and stuff to have a yeah. little bit of play in it, but you know, hard work and, and having the tools or whatever, but the you gotta, you gotta yeah. have the smarts. The stereotype for jocks, right? They're dumb jocks. Yeah. <laughs> but the dudes that are like excel and, and win, you know, games, championships, the quarterbacks, and, yeah. like they're not only, you know, playbook smart, they're freaking book smart. Yeah. Which is really neat to see, you know, like you go, like Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers or, you know, these guys, they ha they pretty much run a business on the field. Yeah. The business of, yeah, you know. Yeah, the CEO of the team. But they got obviously the coaches and everybody pulling strings yeah. and making sure, but. But, but this, you know, and he, and they, they got to, they got to think on the fly. Yeah. You know, they read defenses and like, you know, every situation kind of pops up and they have to react to it you know yeah. so you, you you not only have to like know your playbook but also like know other people's playbook and know how to react to it and then you got somebody like kelly slater yeah who's the 11 time goat of surfing <sighs> goat i think he's got an unfair advantage though i think he's got a photographic memory he might have <laughs> a he might have one of those photographic memories because i i can't believe how smart that guy is yeah like yeah, you know. And but the show is not about it's everything. D yeah. plus over here. Yeah. No. <laughs> I would say Gabe Medina is pretty gnarly too. Just yeah. Like, I Thank you for bringing he, that up. I just yeah. remember when he burned Kyle and won the heat, and like everyone was tripping out, and I was like, that was so dang smart. Like yeah. as much as like he gets hate for it, like that was Dude. sick. Okay. Okay. Like, that okay. was so rad. Um, Slater did What's that against Shane, to win Shane at the U.S. Open. Yeah. You know, she, Kelly. Pretended he didn't want the wave. Oh, I saw and that he, video. And he paddled around it Shane, was, was and he took off and got him US interference. Open, US yeah. Open final. And yep. even before that, Damien Hardman, two-time world champion, Australian, did that to, I think it was Tom Carroll. I don't know who it was, but there's different priorities, like the way they, they, like how priority was given and taken away. He was... He took off in the white water. It wasn't even like interfering with scoring potential, but he he was you know I think it was Tom Carroll. Don't hold me. We'll have to fact. Damien gave da Damien Hardman like spun around in the white water and like stood up at North Narrabeen in an event, Coke Classic or whatever. Behind him, behind him in the white water, and because he had priority, yeah, caught up to him and. Got him a no. He just stood up. It, back then, it was like a different like oh, shit. rule. Yeah, it's just like if it's a it's, a, it's yeah. like a technicality that he saw. That sucks. Yeah. But <laughs> but, but still. I was saying, yeah. you know, he was hated. Like oh, Damian Harmon, he was a you know 
freaking competitor, yeah. you know, like that, the one, you know, Slater, yeah. you know, Gabe. That's you know, the Slater most recent is Gabriel, and everybody's like, oh, he's such a kook. And I'm like, that's con- that's competition. Yeah. The Slater one on Beshin was gnarly. Cutthroat. That was heavy. They lost friendship over that. That, <laughs> that was so freaking diabolically, you know. <laughs> yeah. Shrewd and evil, yeah. but also genius at the same time. Yeah, because Shane had no fucking idea. Yeah, I that remember the they dude... interviewed Shane, and Shane was like, "Yeah, I had like no idea that Kelly could even get around me like at all." Well, he just... Kelly's just like motorboating, like yeah, he just pretended oh. he was looking over at the next wave. Like I'm gonna get the second wave of the set, and just somehow sneaked around. Yeah. But and Beshin did an air like a legit air, yeah. and like I think he might have even cl- not claimed it, but you know. He, he no that idea. was a heat winner wave, yeah. But it ended up being a zero. But even yeah. in <laughs> even in the old priority paddle battles, dude, guys were like, oh yeah, punching, dunking, trying to get their board under. Their you know they were just scrappy. Yeah. yeah. And those were good. Those were good events. We we interviewed uh, PT Peter Townend. Peter Townend. Yeah, he's nineteen seventy six world champion. I don't even know. We're bad. I'm not good at stats. Anyways, like he told us stories of how like if you think people are gnarly now, they are much gnarlier back yeah. then. Yeah. Cuz they were barely making any money. <laughs> yeah. And and they would just like and there were no rules and now they put in yeah. stuff to kind of help level the playing field and make it kind of fair cuz you want surfing to highlight and win. You want to win on surfing not yeah. technicalities yeah. and like they would just you paddle know, battle each other. Yeah. All the time, yeah. Which Bad. was like, wow, cutthroat, like, yeah. yeah. But um, so you started surfing contests, and you said you you made the semis of your first contest. Yeah, it, maybe not my first like actual contest, but like my first kind of like WSA contest. Or something? Yeah. yeah, it was. It, maybe I did like I think maybe I did a little city contest or something before. Yeah. Um, I th- I I still have a video on my phone. It was like. When dabbing was a thing, and I did a turn, I did a car, and I hit it, and I was so psyched, and I dabbed, like, full on, like, and I didn't know claiming was, like, a kooky thing, you know, like. At least so, you didn't lay on your board and plank. Well, you see people doing it. Yeah. You, you obviously mimic somebody. I was, yeah, it was, like, I'm pretty sure it was, like, a trend back then. Yeah. And I was just, like, I kind of remember that. And then, now I look back at it, and I was, like, what was I thinking? But like, I don't think I was thinking, you know. You know what? I'm going to dab tomorrow. No, next, next, <laughs> next time I get a good one, I'm going to plank. I'm going to get down on my... my, my I'm dabbing plank. tomorrow. I'm going to plank. <laughs> I might have to dab if I get like a 10 in a contest and bring it back. That oh, dude. Stick. It's dead. Hey, so. we're going to hold that to you. We know he can drop 10s. Let's do this. <laughs> Let's funny. take a little sidebar on 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 claiming real quick because it's a fun... Because you're, you're, you're a way younger generation. Yeah. Do you see your peers claiming a lot? I see people claiming four times. <laughs> so heavy. Trying to sell the. Dude, I saw, so like, I saw you... like five people claim at Pismo, like like one turn, like fist pump. Like, it, it, is, it, is it claim to get that score? Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. It's sick when you see a claim where it's like, oh my gosh, that was sick. Like, I was stoked on that wave I just got. Yeah. Or I was stoked on the maneuver. Yeah. But if you're like, I mean, trying I'm, to, trying I'm to guilty get of it too. Like, I did it too because I was in the moment and <laughs> I regret it. But um, I, I guess people just get caught up in the moment and they get all yeah. sucked about it. But I don't know. I've seen plenty of people claim. Yeah, especially when you need like a 3-8 a or whatever. And you know, you're <laughs> yeah. like, you're like, it's in, in the day, it could be a tough score. And um, you're like, you're selling it. I did a whitewater. But yeah. there is, well, who shall we name nameless? Who do it so often? You're just like, really, dude? 
you're really going to do it again? Yeah. You know, because you know he didn't get it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, you're not the judge, but you know, bro, yeah. you didn't get it, and here you are. Yeah, he's just he's just trying to be positive about it. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe 10% chance he might get it. Yeah. So just throw in that. Sometimes it has worked, though. Yeah. yeah. Like, you, there's definitely claims where you're like, oh, no way. That was a half a point or a point under the score. Yeah. And then you, you're like, wait, what? He won? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just the worst position to be in when you need a score and it's right there on the button. You, ne- you should never put yourself in that position, but it happens yeah. so often. So, on the record, Yanger claims. Yanger claimer. I think that was the first time I claimed in so long. Like, I, I did a little fist pump. I did, like, an air verse. I was also stoked because I was blowing the heat. I, like, fell on, like, normal things that I, like, don't usually fall on. So, yeah. I was, like, to land something. I was, like, finally. Yeah. And then um, I, like... Made like sold the wave to someone and then got like did two turns and like I was just like in the moment I was like oh I just claim this one too yeah. you know but oh, I hate claim if that. I was doing turns like you and airs like you I'd claim it <laughs> right Laura it's never gonna happen <laughs> <laughs> no it's not yeah but I can still claim other things yeah <laughs> if you, just you just watch some like 1980s videos the guys just go really fast trim they think they're doing crazy turns and then they kick out. That's what he does. Yeah. I'm no. just kidding. Bro. So, who who has the best claim? Of all the claims you've seen, you'd be like, okay, pros. Like well, anybody. I don't, honestly, let's I say don't, let's say somebody you know, and then the the pros. Honestly, I don't even like 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 any claims. I just like the best one is just the most funny, hilarious one. I feel like. And there's a lot of there's funny one ones. of. Um, Gabriel's was pretty sick. I was just gonna say you just brought up that was pretty sick. Just say Gabriel. Those are the two best. Gabe and Jordy, hands down, (laughs) best friends. Jordy's are kind of annoying though. No, (laughs) no, that's what makes them funny. They're funny, but the the no, he had he had one at lowers where he did a double shaka X and then like crossed him out. Yeah, like like screamed and that. What's the guy's name? So funny. Yeah, the was it a WWE? The XX the X Men thing. Right? Wolverine? Wolverine. Oh, he does a Wolverine, yeah, right? Yeah. But with a shotgun? Yeah. Yeah, yeah with a shotgun. <laughs> that was pretty funny. And Kanoa does some crazy hey, ones. Get, get, some get, can ones. you get on the internet and put a montage of like claims? Claims? Yeah. For, yeah. That would be good. I'm sure, I'm yeah. sure we can. <laughs> yeah. But uh, the best though, Aki used to do some killer ones, but they weren't really claims. They're yeah. more just like after he does like a fucking heavy like hack where he like but you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like, Aki will do like a insane upside down. It's like turn. a no claim claim. Yeah. yeah. But he'll go like this. He'll like, like I'm, <laughs> I'm done with that. And you're just like, oh my god, what the hell? And the one of the first like surf videos is called Beyond Blazing Boards. Yeah. Remember that? Yep. At the beginning, he does this. Like aerials were still pretty new back then too. This is like early mid to late 80s yeah. and he does this front side air and does like a 180 into the whitewash he disappears comes out of the whitewash and he stands up and he like you know does <laughs> does the yeah does that yeah. to the crowd you're just like yeah <laughs> but john john yeah the no claim claim those are pretty yeah. awesome yeah. yeah well people used to make fun of me for doing that because i always do the hair whip because i have long hair <laughs> and so i'd like i would like do an air to turn and I'd be in the white water and I'd hair flick and then they'd be like I'd, and I'd kind of stand tall but it's like I wasn't like 
boast pushing my chest out, yeah, you know? Yeah. And I kick out and yeah. yeah there's How a was that claim? And I was like, no, I was just like cleaning the hair out of my face. Yeah. Like, Come on. And That's I'm not like, a no, claim. you claimed it. Yeah, like, like the no claim to stand up all like tough yeah. and then like, you know. But then I'll make fun of my little buddies that do air and they're like, they'll do a little hop. Like they'll land it and they'll do a little hop and then kick out. And I'm like, how's that little claim? And they're like, I didn't claim it. And I was like, oh, I know you did. Like for sure. And then you're stoked on that one. That's funny. Yeah. So, so you're you're surfing WSA these like you're 12, 13 now like surfing contests, getting the groove. You rode your first board for how long? You said quite a while. Yeah, a couple months probably. And then I was riding a green. I think it was a super brand board, and it was an all green. Super brand. Yeah, um, and I love that board. That was one of my favorite boards back then. Um, and then I think I went through a bunch of Channel Islands boards. Um, we're good friends with the Downings, Dave Downing. He's nice. an expert yeah. snowboarder. Yeah. And so He lives in, in that zone, right? He lives, yeah. he lives right there, right? Just on the other side of the tracks, right next to the beach. Yeah, got so, it. Um, He's the man, yeah. Big Mountain. Yeah, yeah. so we, we hung out with um, Dylan and Logan. They're basically same exact age. Logan's my brother's age and Dylan's my age. Is that Dave's kids? Yeah. Okay. So we would always go to their house and hang out. Um, and so he would always have random like Channel Islands boards. So and he skateboarded. Yeah. Did he have a mini ramp in his yard? I don't think so. Maybe maybe earlier, but yeah. I don't, I'm not sure. But they would always have a bunch of like surfboards, snowboards, fishing gear everywhere. Dude, yeah. Talk about the perfect Burton ambassador. Dude. Not only was he a, a, a prolific snowboarder, but he skateboarded. He surfed. Yeah. yeah. Like he was a. He's the. He's he's the face of that brand yeah. for many years and yeah. still is because of everything he's accomplished. Yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's a legend. Yeah, legend for sure. So, so who was who ended up being your first sponsor? First sponsor? Hmm. I don't even remember. <laughs> You're too young to, to forget, bro. <laughs> I have like I have like really bad memory like from like San these Diego. years. Was it San Diego? San Diego. Yeah, I, yeah, I think it was San Diego. Pete, really? Yeah. Pete, Pete hooked you up? Pete was helped me out and Definitely saw him out in the water place. or well i would do the amp san diego amp slam contest down mm. in mission beach pacific beach ocean beach um and those were just fun contests i do um how awesome you know sorry to cut you off but how awesome is it that san diego and some of the other shops but san diego specifically how much effort and money and time they put into the amateur and pro surfing, surfing you it's know? it's so rad i mean they they spend money on the on obviously the pro-am which brings a lot of good surfers a lot mm-hmm. of actual pros that do the qs has come to do these yeah um and then you have a bunch of local kids that um love doing like the amateur contest the yeah. 14 and under the 15 to 19 and all that you know and it brings the community together in like a place where like we all love surfing san diego yeah you know so um i was just grateful to be a part of it and it was awesome that San Diego was the main title sponsor, putting it on, supporting all the shops, obviously their shop and then all the brands that yeah. come with it. So And they do it for skateboarding too. Skateboard too. Well, it's yeah. funny because when I was skateboarding, I used to do those skate contests. Okay. So bef- that's actually go back in the past. I used to do those skate contests. Um, and it's funny because I only really skated street and, or not street, uh, bowl and stuff and mini ramp and the contests were sh- street. And so I'd go out with knee pads and a helmet and elbow pads and do early grab airs on the quarter pipe part of the contest where there's five rails, one quarter pipe, and I'm just skating the one quarter pipe and doing a boneless <laughs> in the air. And, like, and I somehow got like third in the contest. It's crazy, you know? But How funny. Yeah. Because, yeah, totally different. Like, 
lines than everybody else is like yeah. dropping. Yeah. You know? How do we judge this kid? <laughs> yeah, they're he like watching. Through. He's got yeah. ribbing. He's going huge, but like <laughs> you gotta mix it up, variety. Like yeah, it was funny. Like it was all I was going against all these street kids and like. So, so was that your like local mm-hmm. shop to hang out to? Like, did you have any shops that you went to? Not really. I I wouldn't really hang out in too many shops or whatnot. Um, I'd kind of just go. Um, to San Diego, grab whatever I needed, kind of, and then um, be on my way. But I wasn't really like a surf shop rat where I hang, hang out there. And I know that that was almost like something like that a lot of people do. Yeah. If they're, yeah. If they're tight with the people that work there, they can hang out there. And that's a place. When we were younger, like that's what we did. Yeah. Like but we the, didn't have kind of that more, and I don't mean this in a bad way, like a more commercial style retailer, like, you know, like a San Diego that yeah. is multiple stores. Yeah. You know, it's kind of. You know, they built up a, a, a killer thing. But, you know, when we grew up I in Huntington, there was maybe around 20 surf shops yeah. within like, Main a, four, like a four block radius, like four blocks up Main and then like a couple like streets over and then surf and sport, which is on within, you know, a mile. You're talking yeah. 20 shops. Yeah. And, and back then it was mainly the shop was the shaper and that was his, you know, way of. You know, retailing and selling boards and they would you know carry their own product and accessories and stuff but each little shop had its own little culture and their own like hangout and their own like vibe yeah. and we would just you know as yeah. kids we would just pop around yeah. to all of them you yeah, know because you knew everybody out in the water you knew them all they were friends of friends and yeah. it wasn't it was, like territorial it was, but it was just different vibes. Like who it you, was a clubhouse. Clubhouse. Like, surf yeah. shops were clubhouses for the girls. Well, that's what I wish I, I could have lived at that time because I feel like the surf shops were more, not saying like there's not anymore, but they were more core back then. Yeah. They definitely like focused on like the community and like, all right, like, oh, this guy's like coming in the surf shop every day. We should sponsor him. Or like you have the local crew that literally just comes in and like hangs out for like hours at a time, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, and I feel like that's like, what's cool about surfing is like the community that you yeah. can get together. Oh, there especially was, with shops. There know? was a couch and a TV VCR yeah. and every, yeah. every, and it was just <laughs> every what shop. movie. Yeah. Like there was a, it was like Lennon said a clubhouse and you know, you, you somewhere in the magazines, more, like 10 to 15 times. Yeah. Some were a little more abusive than others. You some, know, you, some, you would let, Groms like clean the sticker counter, yeah, or like you know fill yeah, we, up whatever. Yeah, we we would come hang out and they're like, hey Grom, you clean the you know the counter with the stickers and do this. We I miss that the boards and then we'll, we'll hook you up with a, a t-shirt or some. It's a you bummer know, stickers. that the younger generation doesn't do that. Like yeah, the younger yeah. generations, I don't that's, know when. That's it, what would would be cool to bring back stuff yeah. like that. That's more core and goes to the surf shops and kind of focuses like a community around there because it's not it's not just a place where you go and buy stuff yeah buy your, whatever you need it's like it's a community where you can come back and like yeah you know like hang out with with people that love the same thing that you do and yeah i think that's important you know so hopefully we can start bringing that back i feel like that's kind of fading slowly but yeah, yeah. i think you know real estate cost of doing business and and everything is has, has definitely changed but there's still yeah. room to kind of make something happen yeah yeah i think even, even just on a small scale you know because i know it's hard every business and everything is going so commercial but if we can just get some small surf shops, even even a, a chain of small surf shops in every town that, you know, everyone can go and like, it's almost like a refuge for surfing, you know? We're going to start doing that. We're going to, hey, we're going to create hey. the, the surf it's shop in, vibe. It's in the works, you guys. It's a surf yeah. shop vibe. Yeah. Yeah. So, so San Diego first sponsored. Now, did, did you 
like bring it up to Pete or did Pete bring it up to you? How did that interaction go? Yeah, so I did the contest for about a year, the San Diego Am Slams. Um, and then the second year, I think one of my buddies was sponsored by him. And I was like, oh, I think I like, I kind of want to ask him to get on. Um, and like, he knew who I was. I knew who he was. Um, and I was like, maybe he'll want to get me on. I don't know. And I was talking to my dad. Like, he's like, all right, you might as well just like do it. Like, just go. And so we were at the beach, like at the contest day. And I asked him, he's like, yeah. Uh, like you've been on my radar let's get you on so it's like that easy you know so, so funny. That, that was super cool um what it, you did know? you have to put together a resume or <laughs> it was just like yeah you're on yeah, yeah. He, he was already just like oh, swing like, by we'll get you set up with some stickers and grab some gear he had stickers right there he just gave them to me he's like yeah like yeah let me know what you need whatever you know from the shop it was <laughs> like, he kind of kind of knew like where i was going and like how passionate i was about surfing yeah so it was it was like a i feel like that was like perfect timing almost yeah, yeah. I, I wanted it. I asked him, and like, if you don't Which, seek, you're not gonna find. So. Yeah, San Diego's a, Pete's Pete's rad because he cares about surfing. He's a, he's a surfer. Yeah, he's uh, what is it? Active in the community. He's what heads up uh, Carlsbad Board Riders. Yeah, I think he's a part a part, part of it. Yeah, part yeah. of Carlsbad Board Riders. Um, but yeah, he's a legend. I love Pete. He's always supported me since day one, so I'm yeah. super grateful for that. Yeah, but how, ra- how rad did this take the initiative, though, and be like, well, kind of knows. I feel well, like you feel like you're ready. Robert in. was probably the <laughs> one. Like, Robert was probably like, dude, go get- help me out here. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're good enough to get some free stuff out here. <laughs> yeah. Mom like, and I can't support like, you hey, for hey, your yeah, life. Yeah, I want some t shirts, so go ask him again. That's rad. Yeah, how great is that, though? Like, when you, when you, realize you're sponsored by somebody it's pretty crazy and you get the sticker yeah and you get the free you know the swag sticker, the sticker's just like the best thing ever when you're grown you yeah know? it's like the sickest thing to put on your board you try and like make sure it's not wrinkled or like put it in the right spot and like not too high not too low it's, yeah it's, it's pretty classic and then how how like proud you are when you go to school the next day you're like yeah yeah, I'm sponsored. You know, but See like, that sticker? It's on the, the locker. Shirt. It's on your book cover. It's on yeah. your bike. It's on your door, your room. It's it's everywhere. Yeah. Oh, this shirt? The San Diego shirt? <laughs> Only team guys free. get it. <laughs> oh, how much was it? I don't know. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know the cost of anything anymore. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's, it's funny. I, I have There's plenty of groms that I surf with that seaside that are like, I, I see them flexing on other groms. Like, yeah, I get this much free product. And I'm just like... <laughs> It is a little bit of a status symbol, oh, yeah. and, and it, you know, it, it's definitely it's it, it creates you know some healthy competition and yeah, some unhealthy sure. like claiming, yeah. you know. Yeah. <laughs> but but it's just part of the deal. Like it's you're, all good. you're talking about giving kids free gear. Yeah, oh, dude, they're, they're shit talkers already. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. How'd you get on? Yeah. Hey, take <laughs> the initiative. Hey, yeah. I, I commend you on that. You know, like again, like yeah. not too many people are a little little timid and shy and it's 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 a good thing to kind of start developing at a young age like hey what are they gonna say no that hurts yeah but you know yeah well that's what that's what my dad was was the worst thing they can say is no yeah i was like it makes you you hear that it's gonna make you try 10 times harder and then when you do get the sticker you're gonna be like holy crap i gotta really step it up yeah (laughs) that's probably one of the best advices how are you gonna do how are you gonna know if you don't ask. Yeah. yeah. All they can say is no. Yeah. And then you you, you live with that. 
yeah. for sure. And then you get better, and then maybe you go back and try again. Yeah. But yeah, it's like I've I've heard, in sales like that's like the number one thing. Yeah. Like you you, you never most powerful. Uh, word the in sexiest the, ling- the sexiest word in the English language <laughs> is no. <laughs> we heard that from Duma. Yeah. <laughs> from Damien Farrenfort. Farrenfort. Um, so you're you know you're you're sponsored and you're surfing with your 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 rat pack. Who who's in your like group that we would know that that is surfing now? pushes you pushes right now sparring partners. I got all the seaside boys. Yeah, I got like Titus Santucci, Ellie Tempiri. Um, they're all they're all still in the juniors. They're like a year or two younger than me. Um, and there's a kid, Dane Libby, coming up. The row twin or boys, they're like little boys, but a um, lot of lot of like people coming up. And I feel yeah. like Encinitas has been almost shadowed by a lot of other towns. You know, like yeah. I mean, I was stoked to see the WSL Worlds run at Seaside. That's like, rad. I I was bummed because I was in Hawaii, so I couldn't watch it. And I couldn't surf with. All those guys, but um, but it was cool to like they finally brought a surf event back to a good surf wave. Like the um, waves are good. Like, did, did they run? It couldn't have gotten any there? better. Yeah, did like they, run, they in, used to. They used to run NSSA yeah. there. I used to compute yeah. there. Yeah. Well, they still did when I actually did a couple NSSAs. So yeah. They were running them, and then and then they kind of stopped. Um, they surfed, got they such good fucking I surfed waves. A Bud yeah. tour event there, or PSW. it was gnarly. Yeah. Like the waves were gnarly. Yeah, I mean, I literally just surfed there yesterday, and it was like three, four foot, like, running lefts on the reef. Like, just so fun. and repeat. Medium tide come in. Some low, tide. low tide out low the tide. back. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's definitely, like, I feel like it's a surfing mecca, and I feel like we've been, like, losing that. Like, we have all go down to CSUN. So you have two years to compete in that, right? They're going to do it again next year, yeah? Yeah. Well, I don't know if they're... I was talking to Chris Cote and a bunch of other people, and I was like, hey, you think they're going to run it there next year? And he was like, I don't know. He's like, I don't see why not. It was firing. To be honest, he he was like, oh, they, they kind of did a bad job of promoting it. They promoted it pretty late, I feel like, mm. for people to come and actually flock to watch it. Um, but if they can do that better, I mean, it's a it's a cool arena too. It's a giant parking lot, giant parking right lot on the beach, yeah. And it's an A-frame wave, like way out the back, and like it's just like an amazing place to. I mean, I feel like have a surf contest, and we have icons of the sport there. We I'll go down to Seaside every day. I'll see Rob Machado, Taylor Steele. You know, sometimes I'll see Taylor Knox, you know, you got Talek Blazer, you got yeah. all these people, you know, um, it's like, there's so many core surfers that go there every day. And I'm How much surprised. FOMO were you having? <laughs> I was, I was, I was watching like Levi's Heats, Levi's Lawson. Oh my god! I, I told him I was screaming at the TV. I was like, go, like, you know, it's, it's, it's funny. You I've, know? I've known, I've heard the name Levi and I've seen like clips of him just you know, little bits. But he yeah. stepped up. But he fucking... Yeah. Was, he was he rad. was ripping and he was doing like Hail Mary, yeah. buzzer beater, like... It, it was it was really like inspiring to watch how like steely nerves he had. Yeah. Like, just so like sit there, wait for the wave and like obviously he's a local there so he knows that wave better than anyone. You yeah. Know? But, but you don't want to leave it to the end. Exactly. You know? The talent yeah. pool and the... The ripping of all the different countries yeah. is so mental. Yeah. Like, there's so many good surfers from around the world. I never even heard of that Jarvis Earl. Jarvis, yeah. And he impressed the hell out of me. He, that whole contest was stacked. I mean, 
I mean, that's that's what you like. That's where you want to compete. You know, the yeah. best the best kids your age in the world. Yeah. So. And the chick, uh, Francisca? Kika. She's gnarly, too. Dude. Yeah. And that's Joe Veselko's daughter. Yeah. That dude, Joe, the dad, is yeah, from Huntington. We, we grew up oh, with him. Yeah. yeah. He went to Edison High School, like, yeah. right around the corner from here. I know yeah. the, I know the little they, brother, Jamie. Yeah. Um, I met him. I met him actually surfing. He's surfing time. good, too. Yeah. I met him because there was an NSSA there, and I was supporting my boys, Titus, Ellie, Dane, all those boys, and... He was there, and so I met him there. Yeah, so he's a cool girl. Yeah, but they, dad, dad ribs. They ribs. pretty much grew up in Portugal. Yeah, I yeah. think his, his his wife, ex wife, is Portuguese. Yeah, they were living over there. Like back the and talent. Forth. Like she was charging, and she surfed well. Like yeah. the girls' division too was like it's nuts. The younger generation, holy shit! Like yeah. They're surfing good. They're bringing you know they're stepping up the level of surfing for sure. So crazy. Yeah. So. San Diego, then who, who, what was your next sponsor, board sponsor, or? I was riding um, DHDs, um, Ryan Wong was shaping my boards for a bit, just just literally down the road in Costa Mesa, um, and then. Is he a, a ghost shaper for DHD? He was the American shaper for okay. DHD um, at that <clears> time, <throat> so I was riding DHDs for a little bit, and then in 2020, I started riding Sharp Eyes. Nice. So. Um, Marcio was shaving my boards and been doing it since. So they're nice. working good. He's there's some good surfers on Sharp Eyes. Too, too many. Yeah. Too many to count. Yeah, it's but crazy. It but he kind of not come out came out of the blue, but he, no, he's been more recently. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think he was that good back then. It's just people wouldn't kind of like forgot Give about it a him. He in the shadows. Well, it's, yeah. And, you know, you look at brands that have been kind of dominating for so long and then you look at Sharp Eye, you look at Paisel and it's kind of like they finally had somebody they've been working with for, you know, yeah. years upon years and, and they finally, you know, came into the spotlight. And yeah. people are like, whoa, you know, like what is that? Oh yeah, I've seen that board but, you know, there's so many incredible shapers. So you know, many good shapers. And, yeah. you know, a lot of times they, they, you know, it's expensive, you know, to, yeah. you know, run that business. You know, not, not a lot of margin and, you know, giving out free boards or even discounted. It's, it's pretty, it's pretty rough business. Yeah. But there's so much talent. The like, profit margin is super slim. Yeah. Yeah. But boards are, you know, you're stoked where you're at and they're, and they're working. So, yeah. you know. Are you pretty in tune with designs? Like, you you know what? Not, I mean, we were just talking about it because I just picked up two new boards today from them. Um, but I, it was hard because I was growing. And so it was like basically every order we did was two inches bigger or one inch bigger. So I didn't really get to experiment with which models and, and which foam and which like tail and, and thickness and width and all that. Yeah. Um, so now I've kind of stopped growing, um, which is kind of a bummer because I wish I was taller. But um, so kind of sit down and actually figure out what width and try new things you know yeah because um, so. it's uh yeah it's hard to find that volume when you're going up and it's like well how yeah. much width do i go with that and what kind of you know like rail and tail and yeah it's a, yeah because there's there's so much to the design of a surfboard and the more like you know what functions like certain you know yeah a swallowtail versus a squash tail versus a round pin yeah like all those different nuances you know that uh, hey you know you might be best on a squash tail yeah or a thumb tail like there's so many yeah you know and when you're when you are that good and talented and you're destined to become a pro like 
the more you are in tune with your equipment, yeah, the better, right? Yeah. No, for sure. And so like really. your guys's fucking technology and innovation, <laughs> it's crazy. You know you, the the surfing that you guys are doing, but the surfboard technology yeah. and materials and you design, got the dark art, wet, you got wet the, fins, no holy crap! Just start with Dude. fins. Yeah, yeah. yeah the H four like the fins alone, you're like fins. holy shit. There's yeah. so many, yeah. Uh, you know things that you should figure out and know. Like what happened to glass ones, man? Yeah. Nice on don't worry about it. <laughs> That's yeah. what we rode. Yep. Yeah. Yep. For the better part of our lives was was freaking glass on fins. Yeah. It's and Larson's like it's funny, we talk about this a lot. One of his magic boards ever, right? Yeah. He took it to a shaper to to copy. Like, this is it. This is the one. This is the best one I've ever had in my I life. Want 20 of these. <laughs> and he's like, dude, the blanks twisted. Yeah. Like, like it was a little twisted. Like, I think one rail was because they have like a rail caliper, you know, that like you could kind of. And he went to both sides, and one was totally foiled, different than wow, the other one. No yeah, and That's I even crazy. had another magic board, and the fins, like the camber, you know, like were were. It was just ever off. so slightly off, off yeah. in my pitch. <laughs> but it worked different. the best. Yeah. And it yeah. may, may have been just perfect for front side versus back side or whatever. And it was just like, yeah. I, I can't replicate that. Because it, it is, a, <laughs> you know, for, for how much machinery, you know, with the the the, sh- the CNC shaping machines. But yeah, there's so many variables. That there's go. so many variables. If it's the temperature, you know, the, the resin, the yeah, catalyst, the... All those things. Sander, kind of, the hot coder. Yeah. yeah. But having... Uh, a board that you're like confident in oh that's that's that's, that's everything yeah you know? especially for a competitive surfer like yeah i remember i heard jordy smith say it once he was like he's like oh dane dane was like oh would you rather have a board that looks sick on film but doesn't feel like the best or like the board that feels amazing but looks kind of crappy on film he's like oh i'd rather have like the board that feels the best because you want to feel confident on what you're riding yeah you know? so that's ultimately what matters yeah and, and yeah. put that thing on ice yeah. When you need it. Yeah. It's hard to do. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I, I'm still learning that. I'm still learning that. Well, it's so, there's so many good shapers, and I'm sure you, like you said, you've written Merricks, you've written DHDs, and I'm sure you've written other high-profile names. It's like, it's weird, right? Like, when you when you finally, like, pick up a board, and and it could be that the board is perfect for you because it is or because you think it. Yeah. You know, well, I feel like, like surfboards is so much placebo too. Like yeah, you're like you're like maybe like if you ride a shark by versus a Merrick, same dimension, same model, same tail, but it just because it has this logo on it, you're like yeah, surfing much better on it, and that's that's I think that's what the cool thing about surfing, you know, and surfboards. It's it's all that mindset of huh. it's it's so weird because, yeah. you know, yeah, if if you were to get a shark by. But Britt Merrick shaped it, but put a Sharp Eye logo on it. You can still feel like you're riding a Sharp Eye shaped by Marcio. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. You know? It's, it's, uh. Well, that's why I love that Stab in the Dark. Stab in the Dark is it's pretty like, sick. No logo. It throws all that out the window. It throws it all out the window and yeah. it makes it like there's well, no Well, how crazy is it though? Like some of those guys like Mick and mm-hmm. I forget who else. They could tell. They knew who the fucking shapers were. That was yeah. nuts. Mick was like. By just picking it up. Mick and got like eight out, out of. Uh, nine out of ten or eight yeah. out of ten. He was like, "Oh, Merrick, ma'am, like, see, I, and I, or I was just like, no, they look the same." And yeah, I was like, "That's nuts!" Like, and that then, shows how, like, yeah. And then when they make those boards. comments, oh yeah, this is like you know Pizel's 
rail, blah, yeah. blah, and you're I just I remember like, Dane was like, yeah, that's like a chilly nose. And I was like, what do you mean? That yeah. looks the same as like any other board, you know? Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Those I, are- I took a... I worked at Huntington Surf and Sport with this guy. He ran the surfboard, the safari room, which was a surfboard room. And it was like, I mean, a, a wing of the surf shop that had like two, 300 boards it was in two it. two-decker. Yeah. yeah. It was we had boards massive. up top and then boards below. And, and yeah. We had over 200 boards in. And I was riding Merrick's and another local shaper, Asaku, A39 boards. And, and they were great. You know, I was getting all kinds of boards. And then Morris Cole came in and, you know, started getting Morris Coles. And I'm in there all day, you know, working. You ride you know? Hessians too. And, and well, so the, yeah, so then I was like, you know, you're feeling all the different boards. And I'm like, I bought a Morris Cole off the rack. I'm like, I'm just going to give it, a, it was a forward V to a single. It was totally different than all the other boards. Like the way the, yeah. the rocker, foil, rail, everything it was more of like a flat deck with like kind of a really soft round rail. And I, I got one and it was incredible. Like, like one of the best boards I've ever had. And since then, I went to, like, Mark Pesh, and I'm like, hey, like, I really like that flat deck, you know, and I really like the way the rails are super soft, and it kind of, you know, you, you, you know, it's good to cut and hop shapers and, and bring ideas, and, and, and not every shaper is perfect for, the, you know, any surfer, you know, it's kind of a, you know, a, a marriage in sort, you know, yeah. but uh, it was, it was eye-opening on the way that technology or, or his his style was, you yeah. know, like They're obviously Kern was riding them, and that yeah. was a big draw. But it was like <laughs> forward V to a flat to a con- single concave when everybody else was, you know, like Merrick was doing the single to double, and yeah. it's just totally different. Yeah. But uh, but I just remember, you know, the logo. I was just like, wow, this is freaking rad. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna surf like Kern. No, <laughs> not even close. So, did you get a clothing sponsor or? No, not for a while. I, um, I wasn't, you know, no clothing sponsor. I think I was, I think you had helped me get a part of Octopus at mm-hmm. the time. Um, so I was just kind of riding with them. And I mean, that was basically all I kind of needed. You know, like, I had clothes. It wasn't like I had one shirt, you know? So yeah. I was just grateful for that and like was hungry to just surf and get better. And like, um, I was just grateful for my dad. Like, um, you know, he, he helps me work out and eat well and all that. And yeah. that's a huge part of what I do, you know, taking care of my body. Um, so that was really helpful and still helpful to this day. You know? Yeah. But. And Robert, you're a nutritionist trainer? A nutritionist and then I have a strength and conditioning practice as well. Yeah. Yeah. And what what's your business called? Uh, it's just my, my business is Corporations Robert Gain Inc. So... I have no, I mean, I have a website. It's just word of mouth, yeah. you know, athletes that are sent to me. My studio, everybody's like, what's your studio name? I go, it's 511 Insist Boulevard, <laughs> 119. There's no name. It's just a private studio. So if you see some of the clips Kyle puts on, you know, that's yeah. so where it's at. You're a nutritionist, but then you also do like weight training? Yeah, so sometimes uh, an athlete will get my name and so they, hey, you know, you need to go. That's their strength coach. So they say, you need to go see Rob to get your blood work done, get your nutrition all sorted out because you got gut issues or hormonal imbalances. And then sometimes I wear a different hat. I'm like, okay, um, this guy's got some you know, shoulder injury. Like I just got a motocross, motocross guy who's got like, I don't know, 50 plus concussions and all kinds of other things. So in that capacity, I'm doing both jobs to yeah. make sure that, okay, you have to eat well so that your body can heal 
because otherwise you're just putting crap stuff in your body you're going to be inflaming your body so you can't heal over a period of time so yeah um so that's why i try to impart that to kai and when he's ready for it you know i don't want to force it because at the end of the day he's got to own it and he's going to want to do it yeah so you do like like uh rehab training too sometimes if it's necessary or i i'll have people that i work with a team that i refer out to hey your upper cervical spine is out you got to go see him yeah. Or, okay, I mean, yeah. I feel like it's similar to like, let's say you're you're sponsored by let's say you're sponsored by Hurley, and then they're like, oh, you need a SunTree sponsor? Well, I'll direct you here. Like that's kind of what he does. Where right. he's a nutritionist and strength coach, but maybe he needs he can't work on a certain part of the body, so he sends him to someone he knows, and yeah. it's like, you know, kind of like connections like that. Yeah. So it's similar to I feel like the surf world in yeah. that way. That's cool. So that's that's what you do for a living. That's what I do for a living. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Did you? go to school for it or kind of just I, I went to school for it I did it kind of backwards I got licensing and some other things and I got a master's degree when I was in my 40s or late 30s uh, and then uh, it's just it's a constant educational process you know, he, the boys always make fun of me saying I'm a nerd because I'm always he reading. is though but I'm always like... reading <laughs> but, 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 but that's the thing that it's uh, it's always a constantly evolving field yeah so you have to keep up on the literature that's coming out yeah um because yep. there's always new always new things yeah. new research something that they found in an avocado that's new for yeah you know anti-inflammatory or you know could be something yeah you never know we'll, we'll have to sidebar later yeah yeah <laughs> me get rid of my gout health issues over here <laughs> it's an asian thing uh no no <laughs> it's a bad diet there you go issue I only eat well, dude. Uh huh. I just eat a lot. Not <laughs> <I> too. <laughs> yeah. So back to Kyan. Back to Yanger. So you're you're uh, getting better at competition. Starting to pick up sponsors. What about like surf trips? Tell us about. What to be was honest, your first, uh, I didn't really travel much. I think the closest one I can remember was when I went to El Salvador. With my brother and my dad, um, and then Todd Miller, good friend of mine. Sick. I know he was on the podcast, and Taj Miller, uh, we're good friends with them. So that was maybe a little before I met you, or maybe a little after, like right after I met you okay. that summer. Um, but that was like my first actual, I feel like, real surf trip that I actually stayed there for more than a week, and just all I did was surf. Like, you know, just, just get better at surfing and have fun. Um, and One of those trips, and you're like, "How do I do this all the time?" Yeah. Like, so we, yeah. where'd you yeah. guys go, Nicaragua? Like, I need no, to El Salvador. El Salvador. So we went to Las Flores, and we were staying on this, on this cliff, and there was like, you walk down these stairs, and I, I think there's like hundred stairs or something. So every day we walk 200. down and up. Two hundred. Two hundred. Two hundred stairs, down and up, and yeah, counted. That was that was part of the workout. Um, yeah. But that wave was super fun. I really want to go back. Um, Is that where they had the contest? Or no, no, close? that was. Punta Roca, they had the contest. Okay. Yeah. And you were did you surf uh, Punta Mango and in the other beach? Yeah, we did there? surf Punta Mango on the boat. We went once. Yeah. Um, and that wave was super fun too. Yeah. Definitely want to go back there and surf those spots. So. It's a killer little zone. Yeah, but to be honest, I mean, I haven't taken many surf trips compared to a lot of the other kids. I, as I said, I kind of started late and less, I guess, hype and sponsors, I guess, which was fine with me. I I didn't really care too much about that at that point. I was just having fun and enjoying surfing for what it is, being in the ocean. Um, but 
definitely want to travel more now. Like, yeah. Um, so you got like a, a trainer slash nutritionist over here. Did you have a videographer? Did you guys film? That's that him too? too. That's him too. Yeah. He's he's an I know, absolute I feel your beast. Pain. He's an absolute beast. Yeah. I'm so grateful for him. Which is uh, which is you know great. We we did it a little bit like more so in our teenage years because it was you know really expensive and the cameras batteries didn't last long you know like there was a lot of variables um but we were able to like do some filming which was crucial crucial to like developing you know style and and working out kinks and stuff and looking at boards had that board well it felt good and you watch it and you're like i don't know kind of like weird you know like vice versa on the on the board tech but it's huge you've done some work with christian signs too no. Okay. No. Who did you do some coaching with somebody? I did coaching with Ryan Simmons. That's it. Um, right dog. Right dog. Yeah, I think before I met you, um, until I mean, he was literally my USA coach at ISA Worlds. Yeah. Um, literally a couple months ago. Yeah. So that was cool. I was like, he's my normal coach, and then like was coach of the USA team. So that was yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. So you, you that was your first. Is that your first big international contest? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I, I did all the NSSAs. Um, I did like the NSSA nationals and whatever, but that was my first actual contest competing against the world, other yeah. countries and stuff. So that was that was super exciting. Tell us about that. Yeah, where, 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 where was, was that? that? I was in El Salvador, um, but two different breaks. So um, the contest was held at La Bucana and then also... Um, and the waves were good, Zola. right? Pretty good. Mm, I mean, I didn't have, I didn't like those waves too much, but like they were pretty good for contests. Which one was the like left that La broke f- far out and kind of reformed? Yeah, yeah. Lavacana. It was like kind of an A-frame peak left yeah. and right, and then Elsinzol was like a super long right, mm. kind of just went all the way. Um, but it was, it was like a really cool experience just to be a part of the team and like, to be honest, like I was just grateful to be a part of the team and like make the USA team because it, it's pretty stacked. I feel like. Yes. Yeah. It's a huge uh, accomplishment and a nod to your talent, you know. Yeah, you to, can't just make up. it on that team, yeah. like. Yeah, because I mean, it'd be easy if they just said, "Hey, we're going to take the best like surfers we see," you know, versus the guys that can compete well, you know, like that's what you're going to do and doing a little little series to kind of see. Did, did you have to compete in contests to get selected? Yeah, yeah. So I'm not sure how like exact precise the like choosing was for the team but um i did fairly well in like the prime series for the whole series um i think i won the series so that was like definitely <laughs> I, won, I, I, I don't know i don't know how they picked uh, uh <laughs> i'm gonna take the guy i got first in all of them so i think I we won. need that ringer over there <laughs> i think i got <laughs> yeah uh, but uh so i was like just i knew in the back of my head i could maybe make it so i was like all right i gotta put in the work and um, if I can do like the best I can in this, then maybe I'll have a shot at it. Yeah. So I was just grateful to be able to do that. That's, That's right. cool. Yeah. And then you, um, I saw some clips here at Hawaii th- that this winter or last. Yeah, this winter. Just, just, just got like back. last just, month. Yeah, last nice. month. Was that your first trip there, or you've been there a few times? I was there twice before, but only went for like maybe a week. Yeah. And um, it was just kind of an introduction and didn't learn i feel like i didn't learn too much i kind of just went out and was like okay like this is why this is kind of like how the vibe is and the people around you know yeah when, when was the first time you, that you went that was 2019 no 2021 maybe actually after that you went to hawaii yeah 
That first time? Yeah. And we went as a family and just went for like a week or so. In the winter or? Yeah, winter time. Just North Shore. And it wasn't super big or anything, but it was a good introduction for me to just like surf there. Yeah. Doesn't it blow you away when you go there and if it's not big, you you look at the ocean, you're like, that's pipe? Yeah. It's, you know? it's pretty crazy. Like, it was funny. I didn't even check pipe when I, the first and the two times I went there before. Like, I, I just surfed kind of Rockies and I surfed VLAN and just kind of the, I guess, more chill breaks, you yeah. know? Um, but it was like, it was fun to kind of see, like, I'd watch clips at Rockies of, like, people doing full rows and I'd be out there and be like, oh, like, I'm out here. This is pretty cool, you know? Yeah. It's pretty surreal. So, yeah, because I mean, you know, growing up and and surfing and watching videos and you know you don't have magazines but you know you back in the day you would see these things you know on video or magazine or internet you're like damn i'm gonna go there and check it out and then when you go there and if the waves aren't pumping and it's flat yeah it's so weird because you're like this is not the right spot (laughs) yeah i'm not sure about i remember the first time i went (laughs) and it was it was it was kind of flat and then you'd go into a shop and see pictures on the wall yeah and you're like wait that's across the street yeah and you're like and you're like yeah they're like yeah that's that's it's, pipeline yeah, yeah. And, and you're like wow like yeah well there's a how does that happen there's a super well-known spots obviously you know pipe and you know vlan and off the wall and you know sunset, sunset. but there's a lot of other spots and even Rockies, like, you know, like, it's kind of like the lowers, you know, of the North Shore, you know, as far as, like, left, right, super consistent. But the swell, there's one thing on size, but it's the direction that's, like, the most important, you know, because certain spots totally get missed on certain swells. Others totally bring it in and suck it in, and it's just very sensitive to, like, even just a few degrees of, of swell change. Yeah. yeah. You know, when you get a straight north versus a, a west northwest versus a, so west like just certain parts of the coast it'd be 10 feet there and three down there yeah and you can be like yeah <laughs> but but that and, and and that takes a little bit of like you know knowledge and and just checking and spending a lot of time driving and yeah. even though it's a small area it's it's challenging for so sure you, so you went a couple last month yeah how many that boards was, that was for about um three weeks or so so definitely like i think that was my longest surf trip ever you know, I haven't even been away from home that long ever. Yeah. So that was kind of cool. How um, many boards did you take? I think it was six. Six boards. So like... Good little quiver. Yeah. A couple, like two step ups and then like a bunch of short boards. But to be honest, like I learned, I didn't even, I learned so much. Like I still have to compete at all, you know, it was such a good trip um, in terms of how to surf the waves, all the, where all the spots are, what boards I want to ride in certain waves and sizes and like. I mean, I still have such a long way to go. I'm still. Where, where did you stay? We just stayed in Hollyva, so just we surfed Hollyva a lot actually because it was like we were talking to Jason Shibata. Um, Shibata. 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 He was he was at Hollyva one day and he was like, yeah, like if you stay in Hollyva, Hollyva is the first place you check. But if you live like all the way over where Pipe and Rockies and everywhere, like Hollyva gets neglected and you don't really check it unless it's the last resort, you know. Yeah. Um, so it's good to put some. And that's time. one of the best waves on the North Shore. It's so yeah. 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 But it is very it's a heavy wave though. Very challenging and it gets heavy for sure. Yeah. Really heavy. Like yeah. it's playful up into like eight feet and over eight feet, it's like yeah, I got, just I got the most work there 
Ever. Yeah. It's it a lot of turbulence. And right. a sharp reef. Yeah. yeah. But I saw my dad. You go to Hawaii to get worked. Like, you don't yeah. go there to, like, yeah. do little air verses Did... and little chip snaps. Like, no. Like, you go there to figure out how to hit big sections, do big carves, and just absolutely get worked. So yeah. That, I'm glad I'm like... You go there to take that. punishment. Yeah. You go there to try to hold on to your board, duck yeah. dive away. Yeah. You basically, <laughs> you basically learn in the way of getting wrecked. So... No, yeah. you, you feel, you know, like, at home in California, it's like, it's rare you'll ever ditch your board, you oh, know? Yeah. And there, you know, you feel like a kook ditching it, but it's like, no, I'm just trying to save my board and not get it worked, you know? Like, well, yeah. I mean, it was funny. I was, I was, I got caught inside at Hollywood and I'm like a 12 foot, 15 foot set. And I was like, great. And I was like, didn't, I wasn't thinking about like, all right, I'm for sure going to ditch. And I see like Gabriella Bryan in front of me. She just ditched. And I was like, okay, that's what I'm doing. It's just ditched. And then yeah. my leash, I was, I was using a comp leash at the time. And that thing was, I ditched and then came up and then ditched again. And that thing was so thin. I like, that never happened to me before. And I was like, stretch, stretch it out. It was, was a six crazy, footer now crazy. it's a 12 foot leash. I was like, no Dangerous. way. Yeah. I was like, yeah. how did this thing not snap? But yeah, yeah, that was crazy. I've never had that happen to me. So there's some good surfing in Halle, Halle, this, uh, this, this year. winter. Yeah. Again, like I get that direction and, and that place lights up. That's the hotspot for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's such a heavy weight. Did you did you bring like the proper boards, or do you wish you brought bigger boards? Or it would have been nice to have more big boards because I had basically my normal kind of short boards, like a five seven, okay, five six and a half, five seven, and I had like a six two as my biggest, which I really wish I had like a six six and a six four, mm. maybe for like when sunset was pretty big or yeah, one of those other days. Um, Laura used to take what seven six and. Seven twos and six tens. <laughs> I, I I remember being out there on eight two some days. Really? Yeah, seven eight was wow. kind of like the go to seven. Any between a six ten at the smallest to like seven wow. eight was kind of like the realm. That's nuts. Yeah. So it's going to be Kelly Slater's birthday tomorrow. Is it? Yeah, February eleventh. Uh, um, tell the story of you and him getting worked. Yeah, there there was like. <laughs> One of these days, that's like Kelly Slater, and I mean there, I mean there's, you know Miles Padaka, and there was like, you know I think Love Hotel and Matt Archibald. I mean there was like you know gnarly like, dudes, gnarly dudes, like a really in. Were you log cabins? No, it was uh like off the wall, back door was kind of closing now, but there was like makeables based on the sand at like off the wall, you know, and uh, it was perfect and pumping and like you're pretty much taken off and it's like trying to get out through a beach break like you know there's no like route because you're too far down the reef to kind of like if you go you know kick out a back door you could kind of like wash in and go out around yeah where you're just kind of like you would just wait and uh it was definitely big and but perfect and there was makeable waves and you know and uh anyway so i get caught inside and you're just getting a bunch on the head. You can't go in. You can't. You're just waiting for the sets to kind of wash through. And, and Slater gets washed in, like where I'm at. And we get like ten on the head, like you know, like right in the impact zone. And I'm like, I'm just stoked that there's other people with me, like <laughs> especially the only would get worked. Yeah, like, I'm like the greatest like, of all times getting worked. And, and after like like you know eight or ten on the head, and he's like. Man, that's the fucking worst. That's the worst, like, like beating. Beating is like I've had all winter, and I'm like, 
Okay. Yes. I, I didn't think I I thought it was bad, but I wasn't thinking like it was that bad, but like I was like, okay, cool. You know, it was just like <laughs> again, when you have somebody else to kind of like yeah. go off of. Yeah. You the know? worst thing is getting worked by yourself and then you paddle out and they're like, Oh, how's that wave? And you're just like, You didn't see me get worked? Yeah. Like, yeah. That was all the pain for nothing. But it, you know, there's certain spots where you know you get you know worked and washed around, and there's certain you know like there in logs, you know you're yeah. you're gonna definitely get waves on the head. Yeah, it's crazy because you know there's and so many good surfers there. Yeah, and then when you you know you're a good surfer, right? You're up and coming, and you're there to like challenge yourself, and you're there to like okay prove Push. yourself, yeah. right? Yeah. And then it's big and you've never gone out and you're like, dude, am I ready for this? And then you see a girl like Gabrielle, uh, Ryan yeah. or, you know, Mano Manoa or Malia, whoever, and charging, charging. And they're out there getting pounded and yeah. duck diving waves. And you're like, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I got to go out there yeah. and do the same thing. Yeah. There, there'd be OG, like big wave, like surfers, like Mike Ho, Bobby Owens, and like still charging, and this other guy skips. Some they would be out at sunset, and it's like freaking ten to twelve foot, and they wouldn't even have a leash on. Yeah, they would just paddle out. They just knew like how to avoid, and they they never fall. And they'd only pick the perfect waves. Like you know, here I am, like just make the drop and survive, and hopefully I don't get killed and. These guys are always on the best ones because they knew which waves. And I'm like, those freaking guys have no leash. Yeah. And I'm like, we grew up with no leashes. Like, yeah, we know we fall, board's going to wash around, we just go swim to it. And I'm like, what the fuck? That's so annoying. Like, you guys are crazy. Yeah. I got the thickest, biggest leash. I'm like, this is my lifeline. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was a different I, era back then, you know? Like, those guys. I don't understand how people like you guys can develop the courage to take the pounding and then go back out. Yeah. It's, it's like, it's, it baffles me. I think it, it, you know, it's been long periods of time over there. You know, we go for the whole winter and you just hope the first couple of weeks it's not like going to be massive. You hope you can kind of like acclimate to acclimate, it. Acclimate, get a couple. Yeah. And then, you know, after a few good, you know, lickings and you're like, okay, I could, I could handle that. And, you know, it's all about just mindset and getting comfortable, but you got to put yourself in those positions to yeah. kind of get comfortable. Yeah. Which is Where you not fun, you know, but you know, it's, it's different. Like surfing big waves at like pipeline where it's so powerful and so thick and super shallow versus like a sunset wave, you know, you're, you know, you're probably getting more worked at pipe, but you don't think about it. Cause you're just like, don't hit the bottom, don't hit the bottom, don't hit the bottom, don't hit the bottom, don't hit the, you know, like the whole yeah. time and you feel, you know, so you're getting so worked, but your mind's think yeah. about other things where you go to sunset and you get licked and then all of a sudden you're like you're having to clear your ears because you just got pushed down like freaking 20 feet you're like holy crap i'm like so deep right now like my ears are about to you know it's like different so then yeah. you're thinking about that like whoa how deep am i it's dark and what's going you know like yeah. there's di different scary situations for sure like and it, it you know it's all relative to what like the break you know yeah. it's like oh it's a different wipeout at one spot versus the other, yeah. your mind does different things. It's fucking weird. Yeah. You know, but you got to we, put yourself in that position. A couple different guests tell us their nightmares and yeah. sunset not nightmares and pipeline nightmares. It's like, because uh, I mean, pipeline, there's so many fucking 
people trying to get their wave of their life. Yeah. You know, and none of them, and a lot of them don't even know how to surf. Yeah. But they've seen it on TV. And, or if you're like, a Howley Coon, you're, you're never going to get a good one. You pretty much have to go on closeouts because back yeah. then it was like every photographer. I mean, back in the, you know, it's like if you see, if you go through all the old magazines and you look at all these p- perfect like barrel shots, like 90% of them are closeouts, yeah. you know? So I just knew like, I don't care, pack and hold. I'm freaking, there's 10 cameras there. I'm going, you know, like yeah. when somebody's going to get it and you just <laughs> end up like, you know, going on closeouts more often than not because... There wasn't a video, you know, the video aspect was there, but it, it was, you know, more the the photo, yeah. you know, kind of scene that really pushed you. And that's why, you know, off the wall, it's like, well, you know, you know, you're, you're going to the spots that are packing barrels. Yeah. So you were there for three weeks. Yeah. You surf Haleiwa, you surf all the spots? Basically everywhere. Haleiwa, yeah. and Backdoor. Uh, Did you get some good ones of pipe? To be honest, when I went, when I was going there, I was like, I was telling my friends, I was like, hey, if you see me post one clip from Piper Backdoor, like, I'm psyched. Because I've, I've never, ever surfed there. Yeah. It's the first time I've paddled out there. Uh, so, and, and it's crowded. Yeah. Well, it, when we got there, gosh, it was fire. I mean, I didn't realize how good it was because I was like, oh, okay, so this is normal pipe. Like, this is pretty damn good waves. But I didn't, because I checked the cam now, and obviously we just watched the Bill Long Pipe Pro. And the waves are horrible for yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? In pipeline standards. And so when I was there, it was literally like every wave that was coming in was like so good. The right direction. Like, yeah. Like even like even the four foot backdoor ones on a 12 foot day were like, you're getting spit out. Like, they had like a crazy. two month run. It was like, oh, oh my God. God. Like when like, we it were, was crazy. When we the were hooey, there, it the was hooey. so good. Yeah. The backdoor hooey. Backdoor shootout. Were you was there really then? Good. I was there during that yeah. too. It was so that was good. Even like. Koa, all the guys, Rothman, yeah, they were, were like, saying this, this is like the best. best. It's the best waves I've seen at yeah. Pipeline ever. Yeah, I'm like, and those guys have seen it all. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. even even that spot, like Pipe and Backdoor, just a, a little swing in the in the direction yeah. totally changes. Yeah. Like, if you're going left or right, and it's it's wild difference. Yeah, you know? it's crazy. Like, I'll stick to Pupakea, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down for yeah. Pupakea. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Even poop gets nuts gnarly too, man. Yeah. Sandbar gets like. I took a. We went two years ago and I brought one board because we looked at the forecast. It was like one to two the whole time. Yeah. But it was actually like two to three, occasional four. <laughs> and it it was good size. Yeah. But I was riding like a five seven. Yeah. Two plus one setup. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like way under. Yeah, yeah, you need a lot. Couldn't get in the waves. Yeah. It was so frustrating. You need foam. Saw older dudes just twinkle toes and twinkle, you know. <laughs> they're way out the back just he's, chipping yeah. in. He's, You're just like, He's paddling, 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 and he just doesn't have enough foam or momentum. And yeah. then, like, he's airdropping at the end. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. screwed. Yeah. So, um, Hawaii. Yeah. Um, and so now, now, what's your focus? What contest are you focusing on? Yeah, so I'm done with the kind of the amateur contest now, done with the USA Primes and the NSSA. Um, so just straight to the QS and the Pro Junior QS. Um, that's my main focus right now. Um, so next one is? Uh, Bay. Next week? I, th- I think it's like the t- week of the 20th, so okay. maybe two weeks or so. Um, so, yeah, definitely goal is to qualify for the challengers. Um, but to be honest, this year, like, I'm not even worried about qualifying. Um, I don't feel like I'm ready by any means. Yeah, you're only like, 18, right? Yeah, I'm 18. Like, I just came off my amateurs. Like, yeah. 
I think one of the biggest main goals is to qualify for WSL Worlds Juniors and then try and win that. Um, try and be a World Junior champ. So, that'd be so a big what goal. does that entail? What? How do you get invited to that? Yeah. I think it's top two in North America for 20 and under. Two? Top two. Fuck. So That's gnarly. tiny, but... Like, how, how many countries, how big is the event? It's pretty small. There's like a 48? 20, 24. Only 24. 24. Dang. Two from each and then a couple and a bunch of wild cards. What, so what do maybe, they judge? The con- What contests? All the QS and... It's like, it's the Pro Junior Tour. Okay. So like, I just did, I was just in Pismo and they did the Take QS 3000, but then they also did the Pro Junior. And so the Pro Junior's in its own tour, same as the QS, just with the 20 and under people. And in each region. So there's a Europe... Uh, pro Junior Tour. There's a Asia Two. Pro Junior Tour. So the the one that uh, Jarvis Earl. So he was won. from Australia. Yeah. So now that was a, a junior. Yeah. World Tour. Yeah. Event. World Junior Championships. Okay. And they'll do two in each region, two events to qualify, or no? There's like a certain amount of events. I'm not. I think it varies from each mm-hmm. region. Um, it's got to be top. Top two in your so, ranking. So so this year. You're going to do what contest? I have Morrow coming up, Morrow Bay QS, um, Florida in the beginning of March. I have a QS and then also the Pro Junior, so there'll be double there. Um, and then I go straight to Barbados for a 5,000 QS. So I'll be gone in March for about a month. Nice. Barbados yeah. is a five. Yeah. Dang. They upgraded it to a five. Who, who's the main sponsor there that's the country like the tourism I'm not sure yeah probably something about the tourism yeah. We're in have, you, have you been there before no Ooh. I look forward to it hey it's glad you put some time in at Haleiwa because it's got it's a, a lot of very area. similar yeah yeah, but a that's little bit more of a tighter tighter spot. compact yeah it's speaking of Kelly Slater that's just one of his favorite <laughs> yeah. ways I've yeah. been there twice the best yeah. session he's ever had yeah yeah well the best film session he's ever had was it Soup bowls. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, so crazy. Where's the event fun. at in Florida? What? what break? Beach. Oh, shit. Yeah. So Not even gonna wet? Come on. Can't wait to surf one-footers. <laughs> Maybe. If we get lucky. Do you, so. do you bring uh, for those small See, you don't want to grow anymore, <laughs> Yanger. No, I'm, well, I'm actually be... happy I don't grow because now I can actually dial my boards and know what I want to ride in those conditions. Yeah. So it's nice. Do, do you have like a go-to like groveler board or do you kind of just ride your traditional? Well, it's funny. We just picked up two kind of groveler ones. But to be honest, like I don't even ride really grovelers because I'm pretty light. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't need like a super short epoxy wide board. Um, but we kind of went with some short board designs in like a normal average day model board with like an epoxy and then a swallowtail. So if you put my board under your arm, you would trip out. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're like, can I get a, can I get a, can I get a, uh, you know, Santa paddle on this thing? Like, <laughs> what do you, what's your like volume? Like, what do you got? 23? 23? Yeah. 23. But we're, we're working to get that up. Dad and I are in the gym. Yeah. Trying to put on weight. So, yeah, there's healthy weight to have, you know, strength and power, and you know, it's, yeah, there's a fine line, you yeah, know, you yeah. got to be lean and fast, and yeah. so are, you, are you making edits too, like? Yeah, well, I do, I do just the traditional Instagram edits, obviously, and my dad films, and then I'll just edit it on iMovie. I do all my editing, um, but I definitely like. I know a lot of people are kind of either one or the other. Like, I'm gonna be a free surfer and do edits, or I'm gonna grind contests, but. I kind of want to do both. Like I'm really passionate on like 
finding finding great songs and editing it to the music and finding a theme and and having like funny b-roll and like i watched a lot of like the chapter 11 with dane reynolds and then obviously like what he did before with marine lair um and then i watched a lot of like i was just watching uh taylor Steele's um what was the movie I, f- I, f- I can't believe i forgot this but um they have the intros of everyone and it's like they're faking their parts like they're in a show, green screen the show Either like the show screen. or no, campaign no. or no. Oh, how can I forget this? Stranger than Fiction. Stranger Fiction. Mm-hmm. That's my yeah. favorite one. And, um, so I've been watching a lot of old Taylor Steele movies. Yeah, he's like a big inspiration. I, I see him every day. He's a, he's the they, coolest guy ever. But yeah. they did. It, they used to do a lot of skits and stuff. Yeah. Well, that's that's why I love. It's like I think it was a clip of like Jordy was like jumping on a trampoline with a board and or they're hanging, oh yeah hanging him and acting like he's faking his airs. Well, if you go hey, to the show, hey, bro. Hey, my boy over here is looking for a fake ID. <laughs> that, that, that was his line in the, in the skit. Yeah. And Rizal, you know who Rizal Tangent yeah, is? Yeah. yeah. He, he was the pick watches stuff. No I, way. I, I was trying to pimp Bobby Martinez a, a, a fake ID. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> what my boy wow. needs over here is a fake Dude, you ID. Should, you He's should, like, you, you should reenact that. That'd be funny. Yeah. In, in, Ka- in the Yangers video. Yeah, I know. I, I, I could be Bobby Martinez. Uh, <laughs> or I could be Rizal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely like But that. it was fun. I mean, we did a lot of like fun stuff with Taylor did. And he pushed everybody to, you know, some, some you know, serious. But most of yeah. it was fun. Yeah. But it just, yeah, you, you know, he, he was well, creative. The reason why I brought that up is because like, you know, here you are. Is it the 21st century? <laughs> We're in the 21st century? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think okay. we've been in yeah, it for about 23 so. years. Yeah. So you're like the way that you monetize or make yourself valuable to your sponsors is, is yeah, pro surfing is contests. But you got to do other things because when Jay was a, a surfer yeah. way, way back in the day. <laughs> He he made he got magazines, surfed some contests. Yeah. Um but he big. free surfed, you know, yeah. like he's a free surfer because he didn't have it in between his ears to, to um to compete. He didn't have that competitive, you know, sound. That's all he has on me. It's like a broken record over here. You know? So, so he had to me. he had to make it other ways. Yeah. You know? He doesn't he want to talk to... about ping pong. He doesn't want to talk so about anyways, big waves. So anyways, like in your, in the 21st century, you are controlled. Uh, you can control you, you your You don't company. have other avenues to like, you know, create value. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm just grateful about like, we have social media. I mean, that's, that's huge. It's you huge. Know? You have guys like Nathan Florence and Co. Rothman. And Killing it. Like that just, you know, they can do their own thing on YouTube and whatever. And, even Instagram like create can, their own destiny create, with that. Yeah, you can create brand deals and and you know connect with people on there, and it's like, it's pretty cool. Like I think it's it's pretty insane how you can like meet someone online, you see them in person, and you you like basically know everything about each other. Yeah. You know, which it's a little weird at sometimes. Yeah. If you're let's say there's a random dude coming up to you, know, and you're you have no idea who it is, right? Yeah. Um, but, or or you think you know who they, they are, but they're totally they different. Know. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's because it it's all fake. Yeah. It gives a you know, it's more than just the surfing for a lot of these guys that are putting out like these contents. Like you look at oh, Mark Healy or Shane Dorian. It's like 
you know, whatever their passions are, like hunting and bow hunting and going and doing crazy like stuff. See. And it, it's it's just really cool, whether it's training or, or, you know, health or, you know, fitness or, yeah. you know, like, you know, yeah, there's, you know, you got to find your niche, but it's also like what you're into yeah. and you got to kind of sell what you are as a person and like, yeah, you rip. But you gotta, you know, like it's yeah. it's kind of cool. You could create yeah. Yeah. a little bit more, you know. Back in our day, it was like, okay, we need, you know, a front side air reverse, and we need like a two turn combo, and you know, like yeah. it was so like boiled down to, you know, like. And that's what's cool. I feel like about social media, you can like show your share your story about like what you're passionate about, and that's why that's what I'm trying to do is like not just like I know there's plenty of kids that just post just surf videos and and clips and raw clips and edits. And it's like, I want to have like, I'm, I'm trying to think of a, of skits, like funny skits of like, that I can throw maybe products in. Like, let's say Nixon's one of my sponsors. I can throw one in Nixon watch or a creature's leech or, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. That's what, that's what's fun to me is like, I can, I can, I mean, my head is full of ideas. I want to like spread whatever's in there out on, you know, Instagram or YouTube yeah. or, or whatever's there, you know? So that's what I want to do is like add some spice to that because I feel like, did you start a YouTube channel yet, or? I do, but I haven't really posted much on it. Yeah. Um, I'm still trying to figure out kind of what I want to do and if I want to go on that path, because um, I know it's definitely like some work you need to do to actually have it yeah. be successful. You know, you can't just post and like post once and then be back. Oh, okay, like maybe I'll do it like in a year. You yeah. Know? That's not gonna work. So, just trying to add some spice and like be be unique, be different. You know, but also at the same time be myself. Yeah. And be who I want to be like. I want to surf and like smoke guys in contests and and surf really good but at the same time i want to like want to go to the gym and hit a pr on deadlifts yeah and, and then and then i want to go home and eat a fat acai bowl and like go hang with my friends and like watch the sunset like it's all that you know combined. Yeah. and so i'm just trying to i i to be honest i haven't done much now with it on my instagram and my profile but i'm thinking about doing it and I definitely want to put it out there. Yeah, that's um, good. So good to like mix it up and you know, there's plenty of people that I look up to that do that kind of stuff and especially not in the surf world. Um, so definitely want to like kind of start, not start a new trend cause it's not, a, it's not new and it's not really a trend, but um, it's something that, you know, I want to be unique to myself. Yeah. Do it, so. Are you going to drop some, some 10 foot half pipe, five uh, forties? I don't feel like breaking my head. But yeah, maybe maybe a little mini ramp run. Yeah, maybe. I, can, still, I, can, I think still, I can still do that. Do you still skate a little bit? No. No. I, gosh, I haven't touched a skateboard in so long. But if I mean, if you give me a mini ramp and a skateboard, I can do some stuff. Yeah. So, but definitely, like, I mean, my friend just broke his arm skating. Now, like, yeah. That's why I don't do it. Like, yeah. Seriously. Not worth it. I, so only, I, I only do ping pong and surfing. I skated <laughs> like. I mean, we grew up and it was you know skateboarding bmx was pretty big around here like there was a lot of pros and it was mecca like there was ramps everywhere we have all these like killer dirt trails and and uh i skated like pretty heavily until like 14 15 and i broke my arm not skateboarding snowboarding but like it was like okay like time to hang it up i missed a yeah. contest like this is like serious like uh, it was a bummer you know yeah. Because I wish I stuck with it, but it got to a point where it's like I couldn't be out of the water. Yeah. You know? It's a, it's yeah. I mean, if you're going to be a professional surfer, you can't, you know, hinder yourself by breaking your arm or ankle or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Skateboarding. Sure. 
but I, I've got plenty of surfing too. So it's like, <laughs> exactly. You, you know, if I'm gonna get hurt, I guess it's doing and surfing. Yeah. You know, well, it's, like, it's funny. Like I feel like skateboard surfing, you get hurt more like often, but it's not as bad. Whereas if you get hurt skating, especially at a high level, uh, if yeah. you get hurt, like it's bad because it's you're a on couple a vert months. ramp. You're on a vert ramp doing air five forties and seven twenties, and if you smack your head, like. That's way longer you're, than if you fall on a wave, you know. You're eight to ten feet out of the, yeah. in the sky. Yeah. You're, you're in the About air. About to land on concrete. Yeah. Like, it's it's yeah. no joke. It's scary. So, um, wave pools. Have you partaken in wave pool surfing yet? I went to Waco once with the crew. Um, that, that place is so fun. So yeah. fun. It was crazy. Like, even just the normal wave, I was, like, tripping out. Like, I'd, like, do three, three turns and then kick out and then... We were in like the public session with like some random people and like a guy would fall and I'd push it and I'd go around and push another one. Like I, it was just like way too much fun. Yeah. Like that place. A little skateboard crazy. park. Yeah. And that's, so well, that's one of the things I feel like is like skateboarding's much easier to get good at fast because the things don't move. The control. You can try it a thousand times yeah. in a row. Just yeah. go, go, go. But surfing, if you want to do air reverse, well, you got to find the section and then yeah. you got to make sure your feet are in the right place and you don't shoot your board out. And wave pulls make it closer. And, wave, and that's why I was like, wow, like if like you could progress so fast if someone lived at a wave pool and like, or even just had a small ocean background and went to go live at a wave pool for yeah. a year. Like, What's crazy is the movie North Shore where, where the guy from Arizona, Rick Kane, yeah. became uh, almost like so a class surfer. <laughs> it it's gonna happen. Yeah, like yeah, somebody in <laughs> somebody in a I wave known, pool yeah. could be. Well, that's what I'm saying in Korea. Like, hey, if I win the lottery, I'm building a wave pool, and you guys are all invited. Yeah. Like, yeah. So you haven't done um, Kelly's pool yet. I have not. Just Waco once. Whatever, them. Dad. Wait, you don't want to drop like freaking sixty G's. Shameless plug for Kelly. On the beach, Kelly Swanson. Kelly Swanson on the beach surf shop. Yeah. Uh, if you hit him up on Instagram, he's got spots. He does like he books out dates. Uh, yeah. And you get uh, you can buy it like a slot for the yeah. day. So he's got some Way days more manageable. Yeah. The first couple days of March and in July, and he does September and December and February. And there's yeah. a lot a lot of days. Throughout but the we've day. done it a couple times. Yeah. yeah. Whew. Insane, huh? It's. Yeah. It's pretty insane. Yeah. It's a perfect wave for 600 yards. Yeah. <laughs> Legs must be burning, huh? Oh, my yeah. gosh. <laughs> yeah. are, you, um, are you part of uh, your local board riders? I am, yeah. So I'm with the Encinitas board riders. Do you guys have an event coming up? Or we do. Just... Yeah, I think next weekend, actually. I think, yeah. That's thought Seaside. I saw it on the calendar. Yeah. Seaside. So that should be fun. Nice. Hopefully the waves turn up and cool to be a part of that. So you got... Who's on your squad? Is it? You're the 15 uh, and 19. 15 and 19. 19. I think it's me, Cole McCaffrey, Elliot Tempieri, and Wheeler Hasbert. So nice. all, all the boys. I'm all good friends with them too. So it'll be nice. fun to do that. We and, have an and Rob's squad on that squad, tomorrow. right? I think so. Yeah. yeah, Rob should be doing it. Jake Marshall? No, he should. I think he's he's gonna be in Hawaii for sunset. Okay. Um, I was hoping Taylor Clark, but I think he's hanging out with Jake. In Hawaii, um, but yeah, we got some good good surfers, so should be fun. Yeah, and at the home break at Seaside, I mean, doesn't get better. So, the have you been to the Mentalize? I've not. I want to go so dang bad. Yeah, you have no idea. I'm sure, like 
salty crew and your sponsor will be putting a trip together soon. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I haven't talked to him much about you, it, but... you got to make some edits in... Yeah. in uh, Come on, Hop Goods. I know you guys like the laughs there. Let's go get barrel. Gosh, those waves look so good. It's like... It's... I think I would like actually like scream like the whole day. You do. Like, I'd be <laughs> so fraught. Like, you scream the whole day. <laughs> I just... I just look at waves. I'd watch clips of there and I would just be like, that's not... I, I'd paddle out and be like, this is not real. Yeah. I've only been to the Mental Wise once yeah. and... We didn't get it amazing, but we got it great for me. Yeah. And it was, it was good. It was fun. It was really yeah. fun. Fun for you guys. Perfect for me. Yeah. yeah. It was fun. We but, oh my gosh, dude. It's yeah. it's heaven. Yeah. Like macaronis and oh my gosh. HTs and HTs looks bank vaults amazing. and raglan. Yeah. Raglans, yeah. And we got um, Thunders. Yeah, we yeah. got... Lance's left. You, you definitely need ways. to make it yeah. make a pilgrimage to there. And um I want to go to Indo, Indo really bad too. South Africa looks super fun. South Africa's really good. I mean to be honest, I haven't really traveled much. Like yeah, you gotta, for kids my yeah. age, you, you know, gotta I, catch up. I mean I compete with like Cole McCaffrey, Lucas Ostin, yeah. like all these kids and like you know, they go travel around the world. So yeah. I'm looking forward to doing that soon. Well that's I mean that's the best part of the sport you know and and whether you're you know at your aspiring young age and you're trying to get to all these spots which sounds like you'll get to many or as just surfing in general as a lifestyle like to go to these places is just yeah. like you know it's funny kids in a candy store when it, like the ways are good oh, yeah. you don't being a professional skateboarder you don't get to go to any cool places yeah <laughs> i mean you go to cool cities but yeah. not like you know what i mean yeah yeah. Yeah. So you, you we, right we've been score. on a mentality trip one time, and you know we're all. I've been there a few times, and you know we know to bring like lures and fishing equipment because of the boats that go through it quite a bit, and they lose stuff. And you know we show up, and between spots you're just trolling, and then you know sometimes you don't catch much, you know yeah. maybe a fish or two, and then sometimes it's just like your turn. Yeah. Your turn. <laughs> your turn. Another one, and it's like, kind of sounds like. You're not appreciative of it, yeah. but it's like you're eating like the best. For, like they're shishiming it up right there in front yeah. of you. You're like, what the heck? Yeah. Like, can we get another one? Sometimes you get too much. I don't think we got any fish. When we yeah, got that's what I mean. It's yeah. hit or miss, and it depends on your boat on how fast it goes and what you know. There's a lot of variables, but you know, we pull up and these kids. And I mean, kids coming out on canoes from from some island that we're just parked, and they'd be out, and they got a whole little canoe full of lobsters. Yeah, and we're like, wow. yeah, lobsters out here, and they're like, we're bartering and trading like wow. clothes and shirts and glasses, and we're getting like, you know, it's like those cool experience. Like the waves is okay. obviously the yeah. the most important part of the trip, but it's, it's all you the know, little it's all of that. You know, yeah. we're trading for cool carvings, and I got some cool stuff from like the little, you know, yeah, and that's like part of the experience, you know. 100%. Can't get that out of Waypool. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Still, so you don't have to travel. Yeah. yeah, you don't have to travel four days to get there. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. Still though. Yeah, it's not a guarantee either. Yeah, been skunked up there, kind of. So, dude, congrats! It's been amazing. It's almost been two hours. Yeah. <laughs> it goes by quick. Yeah. So, anything else you want to promote or talk about? No, I'm just grateful to be doing what I'm doing, yeah. living this life. I mean, I'm 
my dad puts me in check all the time when I'm being a brat. I'll be surfing seaside and it's two foot and kind of grindy, but my dad's like, it's a privilege to be out here, you know? Yeah. There's plenty of kids around the world that aren't surfing and they're working for their families or they don't even have a home, you know, they don't have parents. So I'm just grateful to be doing what I'm doing. It's super yeah. fun, so. Hey, hats off. Congrats, dad, on, on raising yeah. a fine young man, you know, because it, it's sure. definitely um, challenging to put life in perspective, you know? Yeah. When they're so spoiled. So two right? weeks. Real spoiled. Two weeks for the uh, Morro Bay. Yeah. Good luck. Thank you. Appreciate Make it. Make sure you, you get on the podium. I'll okay. try my best. And if I'll you try. win, coming you back. Win, when you win, you got to put that hat on, right? This and you got to stand up on the on the podium, raise your trophy, and say, listen to Late Night with Chalky. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> Promotion. Yeah. Let's go. Dude, Yanger, Kyan, thank you for coming. Robert, thank you for bringing thank them. You. Yeah. Uh, good luck in the future. We know we're going to see a lot of uh, podium visits for you. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right. Peace out. Peace. Thanks. Thank you. Bonsai Bowls, hands down the best bowls, period. Seven locations, two in Hawaii, five in Southern California. Bonsai Bowls, go get some. Caliente Southwest Grill, clean, healthy Mexican food. Everything is made fresh daily using produce from local farms. Their salsa, their dressing, and even their marinades are made from fresh produce in-house, so almost all of the menu is naturally gluten-free and extremely clean. Family owned, showing local love for 22 years. Check out their website, calientesouthwest.com for all your party pack and catering needs. You could also call them at 949-515-0909, calientesouthwest.com. Ashland Hard Seltzer, made from all natural ingredients. No sugar, zero carbs, gluten-free. Great taste and guilt-free good times. Ashland Hard Seltzer. Shade Sunscreen. The best sunscreen for all surfers. Shade Sunscreen. It's been around since the sun. Shade, Shade. Sunscreen. <laughs> Clearweather is a family-owned footwear brand started by our friends Josh and Brandon Brubaker. They are driven to create their own path in the corporate sneaker world. Less corporate, more independent. Clearweather. Clearweatherbrand.com. Fuwax is the Best, ickiest, stickiest wax in the game. Foo Wax. Late Night with Chalky is supported by Inherent Bummer. Surf entertainment, thoughtful writing, surf videos, music, and fresh hell for the core surf community. Remember, it's not the end of the world. Subscribe and check it all out at InherentBummer.com. Thanks for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed the show. Please give us a five-star rating and spread the word. Special thanks to our good friends, James Williams for our awesome artwork and Justin Reynolds for the amazing music.